1: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Welcome to the Colton Collective Commentaries featuring Dave A. C. the sixth doctor
2: and Randall Thor.
0: Good evening everybody and welcome to the Cultum Collective Commentaries Yes, it's time It's time for the next series of Doctor Who, Series 9 And here to help me is my old companion We met on the war, we met on the battlefields Yes, it's Mr. Dave AC. Hello Dave
2: I think you're a little shell-shocked there Ian Uh, Yeah, um, now just remind me is it the second Doctor and the sixth Doctor in this one? Uh,
0: no, that's the, uh, that's the episode I haven't put up yet.
2: <laughs> ah, oh, that's what the other people were listening to before this commentary. They yes. were listening to our two Doctors one. Okay. Exactly.
0: All right. Well, uh, since uh, his disappearance in the River module, uh, as you will remember, because you've been listening to us so studiously, uh, you'll know that uh, Mike Randolph is not with us at the moment Until we retrieve him from the time streams he uh, He's out there He's way out there But we're very, very lucky that uh, during our search through the time streams We happened to cross another podcast called Podchok, Doctor Who Podchok, And we retrieved Mr. Lee Shackleford to join us Hello, sir Howdy You
2: know it's a pity we haven't got visuals, because I can see a little bit like a famous dot two thing. Lee Shackleford is the Doctor. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Did you, yeah. laughs> Lee. It's good to have you with us. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Well, folks, you know the story by now. Uh, we're going to be talking all over the top of the latest episode of Doctor Who from Series 9, The Magician's Apprentice. Sounds good, doesn't it? The magician's apprentice.
1: Apprentice. Very sounds nice R rolling there. Yes.
0: Unlimited race pudding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a famous line from somewhere. Hmm, I wonder where I got that one from. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yes, we're going to be talking all over the top of this uh, phenomenal episode. Well, that's if you think it's phenomenal. If you're Mike, you're probably glad you're stuck in the time stream right now. All right. Well, uh, without any further delay, I think we're going to get started. Gentlemen, do you have your official BBC copy of The Magician's Apprentice, Series 9, Episode 1, at the ready?
1: The Fra- engine's revving. Primed and ready. Right.
0: So if everybody is ready at home, we can begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play.
2: Oh, it's gone black. Oh, I can see something now. I told you to stop smoking,
1: Dave. <laughs> that's very smoky. <laughs> duck, duck and cover. Biplane.
2: By Bye, biplane. But they've got bow arrows on their back. Got quivers. They're all
1: the quiver of. And so my instant thought, seeing those anachronisms there, that maybe this is war games. Maybe exactly. that's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to see the sick, the second Doctor. Or that maybe this person, yeah. I thought maybe maybe that's Jamie, wouldn't that be great?
2: And especially since the boy seems to run into the fog, so you feel as though he's going back to his time zone and there exactly. And yeah. yeah,
1: so I'm not the only one who was thinking that then. Yeah.
2: Expect the Romans come through next, don't you? Right. Uh-huh. Is there a barrier there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the gentleman uh, on the left of your screen there is Jonathan Ojanaka who's uh, actually an actor from Manchester. I wonder who we know from Manchester. Uh, Uh, He's appeared in uh, The Caravan playing Danny and uh, as Nathan in
2: Coronation Street. I'm just noticing actually that that lad looks like he's got a school uniform underneath his over does. he's got oh. like a a school
1: jumper on with the with the lining and maybe uh, so I thought the actor here that he, he he looks a lot like the boy that we had seen uh earlier as the young master and right. so that was a bit of a, a misdirection for me I thought oh okay this is another early story of we were, we were on Gallifrey you know I was wrong. I, w- I was 5 degrees off.
2: <laughs> Quite scared there's the heartbeat. That's oh, nice. Oh, one heartbeat. Was that one heartbeat?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh about to oh, oh. disappear off our screens it is uh Benjamin and uh Coley playing Kenzo.
1: Well, we hardly knew you. Yes. Uh
0: disappeared off of our screens. Uh, He's been seen in uh, Crossing Lines, uh, Tick, Lines That Divide, and uh, coming up he's got uh, Christmas Eve, in which he plays Don, It's currently in post-production.
1: Was very scary, this. I think it's a lovely effect, too, that the the eyes move. Very easy to have uh,
2: Rick well, was a little critical of the CGI there with some of the hands obviously to the left. They look a little bit uh, mm. pasted in. Hello?
0: And it's uh, Joey Price playing The Boy. Uh, as yet unnamed. As yet unnamed. He also plays uh, David uh, Fariner in uh, the TV miniseries, The Great Fire. Ah. And was also in uh, Harry Enfield Haunting, playing Johnny Hodgson.
2: I don't know what we should go... I mean, this is the first uh, story in the the 12-part series we're having this year. One less than normal and uh, it seems quite a lot of them are going to be 2 parties so um, uh, this one first aired um, here in the UK at least on Saturday the 19th of September 2015 and I do that for posterity's sake uh, mm-hmm. whenever you're listening to this um,
0: that, that's the only job we trust them with
2: yeah and uh, slight delay has helped us in because we now have an AI rating for this of mm-hmm. 84 nice Disappointing uh, overnight viewing figures, but it was up against the X Factor here in the UK, right. four point five eight million. So, because X Factor is a live event, most people would have uh, uh, time shifted dot two. I would have thought. Right. I like this line: "The boy's not going to die today. today."
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? <gasps> and that that intake of air you heard was fandom.
2: Breathing in, yeah. yeah. I was so glad I didn't know that was going to happen. Oh, same. Totally well, surprised. I've surprise. heard people
1: complain that you really have to know the classic series to get this episode, but surely we, we've seen Davros in right. the new series, oh. so uh, you don't have to go back terribly far to know who Davros is. No.
2: Right. Uh, and the, the look of Davros has stayed pretty similar for fifty years. Well. Uh, what since the uh, fourth Doctor oh, yeah. story, Genesis, Genesis.
0: Yeah. 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 Which uh, for those of you who are uh, new to, to to Davros and and um, are looking for a little bit of backstory, uh, just so you know that uh, if you have access to Hulu, uh, they have uh, classic Doctor Who on there, and they have Genesis of the Daleks, so it mm-hmm. might be worth watching in between times uh, Genesis of the Daleks just to get a bit more. Mm-hmm. Information.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it, Darth was saying all of these titles are the same this year. They're actually a little bit more punchy, he thought, and he thinks that was done because um, when they did the screening of this, um, um, they, they well, they did some screening of the earlier ones, didn't they, in three D?
0: Yeah.
2: But he thinks they've slightly punched up the um, the colour.
0: Yeah, there is a slight blue tinge to the uh, title sequence as well. Mm. You're going to say something there, Lee. We bring ham? Did he say he's going to bring ham?
2: Huh. A little cantina vibe here, isn't it, I'm afraid? Yeah.
0: Uh. I was wondering whether we were actually going to see the the, the head of uh, Dorim uh, Maldivan still lurking around the place. I'm kind of glad we didn't.
1: Right. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah.
2: And should that ood have actually been uh, asking him what he wants to drink? Should it not be in a serving capacity? Or are That's these all point. rogue, rogue ones? Perhaps it should have had red eyes. That ood. Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually
0: surprised that they he didn't have his uh, other brain instead of
1: the uh... ah, indeed. so so maybe he was a waiter.
2: Shadow proclamation. Uh, by the way, there's about three, three occasions or four occasions on here where there's this information comes on screen, but it's on very, very briefly. Yeah. First time round, I, I didn't catch a few of them.
0: And that's Kelly Hunter playing the Shadow Architect.
2: Was that somewhere um, in Cardiff? That is that the Cardiff room that they've used so many times in?
0: Uh,
2: I'm, I'm not sure because they've. they've Done oh, wow. a, a color
0: treatment to this uh, to give it a green tinge. It could could very well be. But uh, yes, Kelly Hunter. Uh, she was actually uh, the Shadow Architect in the Stolen Earth. So uh, some continuity going there. Uh, she's, also, she's also been. In Waking the Dead, uh, Dalziel and Pasco, and has a a couple of appearances in Casualty!
2: Hey, Casualty!
0: Casualty. And here we are on Karn, which I I hope we see more Karn every now and then, and it'd be nice. I kind of like Karn, I like the sisterhood, so. And it's a nice little link for the Doctor to have kind of family, as it were.
2: Looks like the same place they used in the fires of Pompeii, you know, with the pyroviles. And I think they used it for, uh, uh, it? uh, The future people in,
0: um... Yeah, I know know which one you mean. Yeah, the, uh... Utopia. Yeah. The same quarry. (laughs) Doctor Who using the same quarry for a different story? Never happens.
1: (laughs) Oh, look, rocks. (laughs) Now, this is the same actress as in uh, Night of the Doctor, too, right?
0: Yes, it is.
1: Mm -hmm. So... Pains have been taken to keep a lot of the continuity here, having the same woman from the Shadow Proclamation and so on. And,
0: right. Yeah, I was, I was surprised actually when I looked at the Shadow. I thought they just got, you know, somebody in the, the blonde curly wig to, to, to be a Shadow architect, but mm-hmm. it, oh, it's the same same actress. Why not? And I like how he literally was behind Colony Sarum. <laughs> she, she wasn't lying.
1: Long-time fans of the show have to uh, get excited when they see that unique door shape
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. but know, uh, ever uh, since.
2: Yeah, sorry. Um, in the, that that uh, the trailer that showed that, there was a very strange rock shape. It that, that, that wasn't as prominent there, but it, was, it looked like a, a big wide screen. T- oh, there you see the number in his eye. Only you, Dave, only you. You must see that.
0: I didn't see any other numbers. It, it just it might just happen to look like you know.
2: It could be like a sort of sheep side, but there's definite number two there I can see.
0: All right. And speaking of, uh, um, Ohelia from uh, Karen, played by Claire Francis Elizabeth Higgins. That's a mouthful. She's uh, most recently been seen on our screen in East Enders as Hazel Warren. But there's also been a new tricks, Rogue, Homefront.
2: And uh, back in 2011, Casualty. Ah, and uh, 11 minutes and 20 seconds. I, I didn't like her uh, having that statement about Jane Austen. Uh, not because of um, Clara's obvious you know, boy-centric uh, private life. But but because Jane Austen is a historical character, um, that wouldn't have been the behaviour that they would have um, done. I mean, she'd basically have pecked anybody on the cheek before being married to them.
0: Right.
2: Uh, male or female?
0: Yeah. My, my assumption was that she, the doctor had kissed her or something.
1: And I read that. That is sort of Clara being the doctor, because that is the kind of thing that he would toss off casually. Right. um. That's
0: Aaron Neal there playing uh, Mr. Dunlop. I don't know if he's uh, supposedly just another teacher or whether he's now the headmaster because she asked him for time off. So uh, it's unsure. I'm unsure as to...
2: I didn't notice the shadow of the airplane there. as She passed on the boat first time. Ah. Uh, But I did like the idea that, you know, she says to uh, Unit, you know, when they said they send a helicopter for her, she said, think (laughs) it through.
0: Yeah, don't be stupid.
2: (laughs) She certainly takes command here. But, um, unfortunately, uh, Kate Stewart uh, suffers somewhat for it.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, Jane Griffiths playing Jack who I don't know if we're supposed to assume that she is the new uh, head boffin at uh, at Unit. But she played yes. uh, Helen Stritch in several episodes of EastEnders and has also appeared in Silent Witness.
2: Oh. That's the breath in that.
0: Yeah, it must be uh, rather chilly in that basement. <laughs>
2: Oh, my. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's also had parts in uh Wizards versus Aliens. Uh Sherlock, she was uh, the prosecuting barrister in uh the the Reichenbach fall. Anybody ever watched Sherlock here? No? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Oh, okay. Uh,
2: oh. yeah. Sorry, I thought I'm, I'm a surgeon. you say Sherlock?
0: <laughs> could have been. Could have been. Oh, and she's also oh. been in the... Um, I know somebody would be familiar with the series, uh, Series Bugs. Uh, one of the collective is uh, a big fan of bugs. Bugs. Mm. Now, this line coming up that she speaks, I never quite understand. Uh, I actually had to look it up to find out what she says. Ooh. Oh, Now I hear it. The square window. Yeah. It's a PlaySchool reference. Yeah. Here's the, the, the master, of course, referring to uh, children's programming again.
2: I, yeah. I
1: totally did not get that. Yeah.
2: There no, I didn't, yeah. There's oh. there's the square window, the round window, oh, right. and the triangle window, and the, arc, the arch arc, window. Arch window. Arch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is an awful lot in this. You you've definitely had to watch it more than once. Right. Oh. Now this was just like, how does Clara get there? By four o'clock, because we're obviously on the, in mainland Europe, uh, did we say Tenerife, is it we think it is? Oh, they filmed it in Tenerife. Right. Uh, so, how did they get there? Which is uh, By plane. They couldn't. Our planes have stopped.
0: She says, I'll have to arrange a flight path for you.
2: Oh, right. right I meant to bring right. that up
0: on on uh, Colton the other day, because you had... You had mentioned something about that, and I uh, meant, to, meant to correct you, Ugh. as I'm well known to do.
2: Oh, well, uh, then I'll say the other thing that I thought was rather clever, since the other one wasn't, and that is um, <laughs> the, the, having having the snipers there is supposed to make Clara feel safe. But if she can stop planes in midair, she can certainly stop bullets in midair, can't she? True.
1: Yeah, speaking of Sherlock, this has got to remind Sherlock fans of uh, Stephen Moffat's uh, famous showdown between Holmes and Moriarty when surrounded by snipers. At the swimming pool, so, yeah. Yeah, so. He, he likes that construction of the mm-hmm. the ring of guns with, with laser targets.
2: And I don't know when they filmed this, but... Clara looks pretty wrapped up for a hot country. She's got a blouse on, a jumper on, and a jacket on, and she still looks freezing. Burn, there's no shadows, love. (laughs) Well, (laughs) there's an artificial one.
0: Of course, course, we've got Michelle Gomez returning. as Missy, who I rather like... Well, I like her a lot more in, in these episodes. Less bananas and a little more controlled... Um, I'm a much bigger fan of this
1: portrayal. Like Les Ma-
2: yeah, less Mary Poppins.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, she, she's almost like uh, Roger Delgado's master. Here, she is. She? That's,
0: that's one that's of the com- comparisons I made uh, on on the collective on 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 Sunday. Was there's a lot m- more kind of conniving, planning, plotting master here, and I like that. Um, yeah, I wasn't a really big fan yeah. of the the not so. Um, John Sim, master that we got.
2: Nope. Right. Well, I think mm-hmm. she'd just been interviewed recently, hadn't she? After one of the showings, and said she was a deal uh Del Gardel fan. Right. The actor who played Wesley Crusher was doing the interview. I think Gar said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I-, I love how <laughs> the unit the unit men in black are just standing there as this couple wander through with a puppy <laughs>
2: nobody's secure them. area. Secure.
0: <laughs> secure area with snipers surrounding everybody and a couple walk through walking their dog <laughs> of course will wheaton i should have said not
2: leslie yeah. wesley I do like this clarification because the, 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 the thought was that if, if the master's term Missy, is this leading towards the, um, a union of a different manner between her and the Doctor? Oh, that was good.
1: She does that sometimes.
2: turned good (laughs) (laughs) they didn't have to have subtitles in America didn't they (laughs) (laughs) and I better give another time check we're at 19 minutes and 35 seconds yep Uh, I was having some conversation, Lee, on the on our live show, which I, unfortunately I don't think you were able to make. But um, who do you think the eponymous is that the right word? Magician's Apprentice is in the title. Who do you I've
1: think been first? puzzling over that.
2: Right. Well when we get to a later scene, I think the doctor's mm. referred to as the magician. So I was thinking that Clara is actually the magician's apprentice because she's learning to control. She's learning the doctor's way of thinking things through. We had a little bit of that at the end of last year. So I'm thinking that actually it's Clara that's the magician's apprentice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But could be the young Davros, of course.
0: Or it could be... Uh... It could be... What's his name now? Uh, we're about to see him. Bors. Bors could really be considered the the magician's apprentice. Hmm.
2: We will rock it. Oh,
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> now, I'm glad they did say the word anachronisms because that's the only thing that... Allow me to reluctantly like what happens next, which made me right. squirm a bit the first time.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean about you know Essex was up there for a millisecond.
2: Mm. The and the date, um, I think I had to write it down somewhere. Eleven thirty eight A.D.
0: Right. It's interesting how Missy's relying on on Clara to, to clarify where the doctor is. Clarify. Ah.
2: Mm-hmm. No. Ah, Watch. you're right. Now. Mhm. I'm not she started, oh, to Missy, again. but definitely was there after. Right. Clara. I like that. Mommy, do it again.
1: You know, we were talking on Podshock about whether or not the Master, uh, Missy, still has a TARDIS. Right. And um, using the Vortex Manipulator here, I think, argues no. Right. I think. Which is a Which shame, because I would, would love, be doing
0: that. love to see the Master's TARDIS again. Uh,
1: one of these days. Yeah.
2: Well, I have thought, of course, it was the grave in the graveyard. I thought it was masquerading as a grave, but um... and she's obviously made the assumption that Clara would come prepared with the uh, with hers to make a a getaway.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. He he put an axe of a different kind.
2: (laughs) Uh, This is where I thought it went a bit Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
0: Yeah, I've actually seen that other ref- that reference on other sites as well, and in, in review, Dude.
1: Dude. Except that he can actually play his own instrument. Um, you may say it's uh, now it's is, impressive.
0: Is, is that Peter Capaldi actually playing? Yes, absolutely. It is. That's fantastic. Yes, that's even yeah. more impressive.
2: Well, yeah. I think he's miming at that point, but whether he recorded his own sound.
1: It would be easier to do it that way, but he he has an impressive discography as a rock electric guitarist.
2: (laughs) Sorry. Not doing so bad. And he's, how old is he now? About 54, isn't he, uh, Peter Capaldi? I think so. Is he my age? He looks older. 57.
0: Yeah, he's 57. Okay. Born uh, Monday, uh, the 14th of April. Now, here's a question for you.
2: Roy
1: Orbison. Who's he playing mm-hmm. this for? Yeah, who is the pretty woman referred to her?
2: Because if you notice there, Missy looks towards Clara there.
1: Yeah, like, I guess that's you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You've been here three weeks. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but at least we're away from the um, the naval watching Doctor, aren't we? You know, come on, contemplating his own naval that we've had. We've already had a long transition into this ge- regeneration.
0: Mm.
2: Dude. Oh, this is... Dude. I didn't like this. I kind of te- like
0: it because it's 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 such a doctory thing to do is is to
1: go to the Middle Ages and teach people to say dude dude yeah it's just such a it's a very Tom Baker thing to do. That's that's what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. So we're mm.
0: hmm. and uh, playing bores the Doctor's uh, friend in Essex is Daniel Hoffman Gill. (laughs) And, uh, of course, he uh, played the role, of course, in the Doctor's Meditation, which is a a prequel of sorts. Uh, And, of course, reprised the role in The Magician's Apprentice. Uh, but has also appeared in uh, Galavant TV series. It's pirate number one. And tricked as a security guard and a beady gangster.
2: I think there's some thought that uh, watching the prequel was quite important for that character. Uh, to, to understand that character. Right. Because uh, of what will happen to him later. Uh, right. Not happen to him later. It has happened, but is revealed.
0: Yeah. The the question is: Is how long had he been a Dalek? Was he a Dalek oh, the whole spoiler. time? Spoiler: alert, They've already watched it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they're um, listening
0: to this commentary for the first time, watching it, <laughs>
1: then then shut up and watch the show.
0: Yeah. Turn us off. Watch it, and then come back. <laughs> and here we see the return of. The Colony Sarf. Played by Jemai Reed Quirrell. <laughs> who's uh, uh, done a lot of theatre work, including the playing time. Puck and A Midsummer Night's Dream. Wow. Which I can totally see him playing Puck. Does a very good job on this, actually.
2: Well, the snake's not that brilliant, the main snake, but I did like the way they did his face.
1: Right. Yeah, that's lovely. But but yeah, I, I, I had my doubts about this too, but I was thinking about uh, sort of the good old days of uh, the snakes we saw in, uh, you know, adventures with uh, Peter Davison. And, uh, ah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I, but of course, a lot of the
2: that. younger viewers will have seen, you know, the the big snake on uh, Harry Potter and know how well right. it can look.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's, that's the gold standard.
0: But I like how they they save the reveal of 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 uh, the colony of Sarif. Um Yeah,
2: the earlier scenes. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, yes, you, this
1: was the moment. Yeah,
0: yeah you get the moment that moment of, of of why there's the hiss and. The, what his powers are?
2: The strange locomotion the way he moves about. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, love did this. I like that. <laughs> I did like that. How
0: poke his eye out.
2: <laughs> After she's told Clara that she's just the puppy, now yeah. she's getting her own uh, put in a place. Yep. I'm not your arch And this is one obviously of the things... You that
0: you weren't around when Peter Davidson's one was destroyed by the pteroleptials, but hey.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> this is one of the things I hope in the second part will be cleared up, is the, the, the sequence between the two book-ended scenes at the beginning and the end of this. Because obviously we're mm-hmm. watching it in, in well, a yes. linear fashion. I certainly hope we're gonna so we're assuming that, that the beginning happened at the beginning, the middle bit happened in the middle and the end bit happened at the end, but for the doctor, mm-hmm. maybe not so.
0: Right. Right.
1: And
2: that, but again,
1: it yeah, now reveals that this, he left him. If that confrontation with Davros that we just saw, if that is the result of these things that are happening here.
2: So. No, I think he's thinking back there. But the point is whether okay. he, he left him or he just materi- de-materialized unexpected. and came straight so. back.
0: Oh well, no, because the, the the scene we see towards the end um, sorry folks for revealing the end um, he does say he's trying to save <laughs> his friend. Yeah, You have yeah. seen it. So don't, don't, don't be upset with us. Oh no. He does say he's trying to save his friend. So the reason why he's... so, But we don't know why, how he's travelled back, because apparently the... Well, we never see the Tardis actually fully, completely destroyed. But it's and not he, within
2: his control at the moment.
0: And don't forget that Missy does have uh, a method of time travel. Right. So he could actually get there without a TARDIS and if you've watched the the meditation this is a bit sad really when you think about it he's still an idiot (laughs) he's still an idiot but he knows it at least
2: Ah, there it is. oh. Hmm. Uh. Now I wonder for- if some people have been confused, thinking is that um. Davros's voice?
0: Uh, that's the Daleks. I know, but. Of course, excellently voiced by Nicholas Briggs, who is the voice of the Daleks. I love this little exposition here that we get, um, the education of Clara. And, of course, educating the audience that isn't quite aware of. I mean... If Oops. they were around for the, you know, David Tennant, then they know who Davros is. But
2: yeah, just that little exposition there is 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 quite handy. Yeah, I like that way he says. But but who made Davros? The scale's all wrong there. That looks a very small thing, doesn't it? I think that should have had much more detail on it to give an emphasis of its a larger size. Huh. <laughs> That's a particular thing, sore point here in the UK because they're trying to get waiting lists down to under four hours.
1: You'll notice that the uh, asymmetrical doors that we saw in the very first Dalek story are, are being used here throughout, and yes. with variations on them.
0: Ah, this is awesome. Which is very nice. I was, I noticed that. I was like, Ooh. since nobody's going to drink between now and, and this, oh. we we missed our opportunity when Missy was having her coffee. I'm drinking a uh, Jim Olson uh, BX, California. Um, it's actually a blend, and uh, it's it's very nice. I'm not sure what to blend off, actually, to be honest. But I'm enjoying it nonetheless.
2: <laughs> I'm just finishing Start off of the dying, remnants. The remnants of my Casolero del Diablo, Camine Sauvignon from Chile, 2014. And Lee, have you got some refreshment?
1: I just finished a glass of milk.
2: Oh, there seven percent solution.
1: <laughs> well, only two, but yes. <laughs> Copper smelling around the edges. It's
0: not even sexy. It's a very Tenth Doctor thing to say, actually.
1: That's true. I'm still thinking about The Magician's Apprentice as a title, and, and wondering if this is supposed to refer to the uh, the poem and the the musical piece of The Sorcerer's Apprentice, where the power is is abused and goes out of control.
2: Right, mm. but, but he definitely called the, the that chap definitely called the Doctor the Magician, mm-hmm. and the Doctor's only apprentice is Clara.
1: Right, yeah, and she's she doesn't do what the Sorcerer's Apprentice does in the well, she might. I, I don't in the story. No, yeah, no but, she doesn't know
2: because Part Two's got a different title. Which again, I I thought. Well, she's been called the puppy, so um, mm-hmm. is that the witch's familiar? Is the puppy? It was Clara.
0: This is fantastic. I had no idea Julian Beach, uh, Bleach was returning um, to to play Davros. So this this whole thing is just it's been great, really. When you when you think about it, mm. um, yeah. I don't know whether people did know about it. I've not that I've. Avoided spoilers, but I haven't gone searching for any information. Right. I haven't frequented some of the, the, the more serious uh, message boards where these things are discussed anymore. So
2: I forgot to mention in that first scene where we saw him, I hadn't noticed the first time around that he had the Doctor's um, sonic screwdriver in his hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can see that number in his eye. Ah, let's listen to this bit. No, it did the rest, pudding. <laughs> and the images, not just the voices. This is the one I find interesting.
0: Not the sheer fact that it's, it's a clip that we're, well, most of us fans are very well aware of, is the sheer fact that Davros is aware of it. Up until this point, we had no idea Davros knew of what transpired. Mm. But Davros does know. And I find that really kind of cool that we now have that information, that Davros. Was aware that the doctor yeah. made that choice.
1: I, I didn't even think of it that way. That is that is fascinating. Well,
2: it, it underlies the thing because the, the Davros in this wants the doctor to give up compassion. Uh, so he already knows he's exercised it once uh, mm-hmm. in that, and he also knows he's exercised it with the boy, right? With the with himself as a young boy. Now again i think this was really for the visual opportunity of it rather than any furthering of the story although it does in a way do that
0: right it adds to the scale you were saying earlier dave that that the the view that we got kind of Uh made it seem like uh the scale was all wrong but i think this shot here Actually, adds to it. You you get the because idea that it, that it is quite solid big and
2: large. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, the first scene of it just looked like a spinning top.
0: Right. Hmm. Good news in 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 America. Actually, um, the season premiere broke records in the U.S. Oh, um, the Magician's Apprentice. Uh, was Doctor Who's biggest ever premiere in the States for the key demographic of adults aged 18 through 49. Overall, the episode had 2 million watching, with uh, 1.1 million being between 18 and 49, nearly doubling the Season 8 average, uh, making BBC America the third most-watched channel in that demographic for that time slot. So great news, really. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic.
2: And the reveal There's of which so planet they're on. Second,
0: yeah. oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I love how um, the the master is 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 even kind of a little creeped out by the fact where they are.
2: And of course, this helps to explain why. Well, hang on, it's supposed to have been destroyed. Well, cloaking it would have been had the same effect. I mean, that, after all, mm-hmm. that's what the uh, the time laws did, didn't they? They
1: right. right. Both sides cheated, sure.
2: Yeah, uh, again, this disappointed me on the first viewing. They had a uh, one of the what I thought of one of the Naffa uh, Daleks with the 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 blue colour and that. But um, again, I think it was it might well have been Darth again that said. But that that was like the original Daleks that were seen in City of Death. That was their, There, I mean, obviously it was in black and white, but.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's how I saw it too. I thought, "Wow, we are on Scarrow if we're seeing that."
0: that Dalek. Yeah, we're seeing all sorts of Daleks, which is great. Right,
2: and again, that adds to the fact that most of the Daleks were wiped out. These are the remnants from the different. Right, because it's quite they're quite fragmented. The uh, the Daleks aren't they? Yeah. Well, I say
0: you see every Dalek. There's one Dalek you don't see. <laughs> The Skittle Daleks. Yes. The Power Ranger Daleks are unseen in in this <laughs> thus far.
1: Uh, That's true. It is like the well, show is just gonna pretend like that didn't happen. Right.
0: And just a translation there, the dog's dimensionals means the dog's bollocks.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Which means something <laughs> yeah, good. Are, yeah.
1: Those That's lyric uh, beam locators, okay? Yes. <laughs>
2: Yes, she's still definitely got the vortex manipulator on her wrist there. Right. So we're going to watch
0: very carefully. And this is this is another Delgado thing to do is to switch sides, you know, on a whim. That's right. Is is to just oh yeah, you need me, haha. Yeah.
2: Let's go with the winning team.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's such a Delgado master kind of you know. That's right.
2: She's so basically controlling I didn't like that word. Max makes her oh, you didn't see her hand go near it.
0: But if you notice the, the but if you notice the pink skeletal- afterglow after the the skeletal um extermination thing.
2: And and uh, of course you could argue in the graveyard that's exactly what seemed to appear to happen to her there, right. where she got shot and disappeared. Exactly.
1: Well, and what we've always seen for 50 years is that when the Daleks shoot you, you fall down. You're not disintegrated, right? So,
0: I love this scene. There's this nice uh, the Davros explaining the, the the Daleks, like, "Come on, run, run!" You know, mm-hmm. it's
2: see, it looks like a one. He wand understands there. them. No, yeah. sorry. She, she's she's act she's a brilliant actress. Yeah, she
0: uh, Capaldi's acting marvelous. his heart out as in this as well. Um yeah, he's never better. Yeah.
1: Well
0: and then we see the little pink kind of flash there at the end, which to me basically says and to spoil Boy. it for everybody, that the vortex manipulator then took her to wherever Missy is. Mm.
1: And yet, this this still this is the only thing in this episode that I really really disliked because it plays so false to me. It, it, yeah, it, 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 kill, killing the doctor's companion, uh, it, even if we were trying to pretend like we were doing that for real, I said, well, we saw that in Bad Wolf, and we knew it didn't stick. We, I just I just can't feel anything for this. I say, yeah, but well, the. Okay. the... Did kill Clara? Come on, that's at, the so, point,
2: at this point the Doctor doesn't know they're wearing the vortex manipulator, so does he? I mean, right. but it's it's still. I, I, I see where he's coming from. It's a bit
0: of a cop. Yeah. Out. It's like when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, I know how they got out of this one. So,
1: I mean, nobody in the audience believes for a half a second that we've just done away with the TARDIS forever, right? right? So, or uh, Clara it's, for that matter, or, or Missy. Clara. <laughs> yeah, we're certainly not going to. Well, I don't know. We, we can kill Missy because we know that won't stick.
0: <laughs> right. And I love how uh, there's no explanation as to how Missy survived last time. Because yes. in the series of Doctor Who, there's never any explanation of how the Master survives.
1: That's right.
2: So why not? Oh. Mm. <laughs> <Time>. <laughs>
1: Cliffhanger. Ooh. To be continued. Do, 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 do. Wow, it's good that that gun is so recognizable, or that would not have the kind of punch that it does. No,
0: so. yeah. And like I was saying, David if you notice, that he says, "You know, uh, it's the only way I can say my friend." So, uh,
2: yes, for some reason,
0: that 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 scene takes place after
2: after the in his timeline, certainly. Right. Uh, yeah. Next time.
0: It sounds like he's offering the Doctor the ability to wipe up the Daleks.
2: Well, of course, Davos is not in control of them at the moment, so he may want the Doctor's help.
1: Right. Yes, he keeps saying that. He's he's saying, I I created them, but I don't control them. Right.
2: And I I
0: like how that's kind of reinforced by the use of... um, I'm I'm still not sure on the name because it's um, Colonel Sarf. Uh, but it sounds like colony to me when they say that's it, his uh, it's his colony. It's
2: his colony. Because that's he's a, a, a colony of snakes. Yes. So that's, yeah.
0: that's what I assumed, <laughs> but and in, in in the uh
2: They had a vote.
0: Yeah. I'll have to look back on the, the, the credits and see what it says. But uh I like how he, he didn't send Daleks after the doctor. You know, because he doesn't have control over the Daleks. Um so he's got the the colony south to, to, to do his bidding.
2: Yeah, that was a little bit uh, Star Wars for me because he he caught, uh, in in one thing he says uh, he calls Davros the Dark Lord of. Uh, I know it's Staro. a bit it's a bit
0: <laughs> dramatic, isn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: um, I, I I have to point out that the uh, that uh, the Doctor Who News.net site does have it wrong. Oh. They 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 have it listed as uh, as uh, Colonel Colonel Sarf, uh, but it is uh, in the credits Colony Sarf, double F. So uh, while I while I do thank the Doctor Who uh, news <laughs> site guide for guiding me through this and and giving you all the information on the the cast and crew. Uh, yeah, that one's wrong. <laughs> so, yes. I'll have to see if there's a way of contacting them and letting them know of the error. All right. We're going to do a, a bit of a brief wrap-up here uh, because we're basically uh, smack dab in the middle of a, a, a two-parter. We we have yet to see, of course, the conclusion of this, uh, having it just been uh, on on the telly on Saturday. So uh, I think we'll start off with Dave.
2: Okay, well, um, again, uh, it it does improve with watching. I I, I had very mixed feelings on first uh, watching. Uh, Check out our uh, live show that we did, uh, episode uh, 291, which recorded on Sunday the 20th of September. If you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, um, we, after about half hour debating about a certain... Character leaving Doctor Who, we um, we we spent a good, uh, nearly another three hours talking about this episode. And on first viewing, I have very mixed feelings. I, I oscillated between it being <clears throat> filler parts because this was a two-part story, so some of it was filler, to uh, the silliness. I mean, I I, I don't. It sounds awful if I say it, but you know Tom Baker running on the spot. I didn't like when he first regenerated. uh, um, Sylvester McCoy with his spoons. uh, Sorry, Seventh Doctor with his spoons. (laughs) Naughty man, naughty man. Um, uh, So I didn't like that uh, Bill and Ted's Adventure part. But on the other hand, there was a there was a plot reason for it. He had to do something uh, and an uh, yeah out of time. Uh, so that it would, uh, you know, highlight where he was. I suppose in terms of being found, um, Missy. I'm getting a little bit more used to. I've, I've, I've got over the fact that um, the the master has changed sex. Although there was a very sneaky little thing in there in the town square, where Missy says to Clara, uh, the doctor uh, stole the president's daughter or something, and. Uh, was it the, stole the moon or something uh and he did that when he was a little girl one of those three things is a lie can he guess which one um so there's a little bit but he counteracted it by having missy say that um their friendship transcended um you know a physical bond in that sense uh it it, it was one that was linked you know from shared um you know paths as it were so, all in all, uh, I love the the two bookend scenes, beginning and the end. I have very mixed feelings about the middle, but I'm coming to terms with it more, because, and the reason is, this is my very brief summary, by the way, Lee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's known
0: for his brief summaries.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Genesis of the Daleks is such a massive, massive, massive part of the whole inner workings of how the Doctor. You know moves through these events uh I didn't want him to mess it up and uh so there you go i'll it it can be one of the best two parties ever if it get- pu- gets pulled off next week
0: All righty thank we you sir you. yes and uh now I turn the review over to Lee.
1: I have had the same thoughts about uh, Genesis of the Daleks, I guess, ever since we knew that we were going to be seeing them again and that there was a hint that maybe this was going to somehow have something to do with Davros as well. Um, and, you know, we, we were talking about this on Project not too very long ago that one of the things that I've yearned for in the new series is the kind of ethical dilemma that we saw, as you say, the, this iconic serial with that unforgettable moment of the fourth doctor so close to doing, um, committing genocide and then realizing what he's doing. And, and there is Sarah, you know, at his shoulder saying, we're talking about the Daleks. You know, it's, it doesn't matter what (laughs) you, um, and, and, and I've always wanted to see us do that again. And here we are, here we are with that. Uh, almost exactly the same dilemma um and this doctor may this he may he may make different choices and i'm I'm really eager to see what happens next week i I, I really sometimes I feel like um uh, Moffat has, has uh, been pulling from the same bag of tricks over and over again so I feel like I know what he's gonna do but um I don't know how where this is going and uh, it's uh, uh so I'm uh, on the edge of my proverbial seat excellent all right um yeah uh winning things
0: for me in this episode were uh, the change in, in missy uh a lot more masterish than you know than we've had with previous incarnations and with her last appearance uh really kind of enjoying this uh the this development in the character. Uh, hopefully if if uh michelle Gorman's, sticks around that we'll see a, a, a lot more of this um maybe we'll enter into a kind of like uh uh yeah and on again off again you know meeting with with the master uh, where we get to see a lot more of this kind of interplay between the two of them um i kind of enjoy that i think um if that's the way the relationship is going um it's a good story was was kind of uh they got my attention with you know the word davros at the beginning and uh it continued on from there you know uh how can you 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 not pay attention to that uh i'm i'm hoping that uh soul new new series fans are are just as uh, drawn in by this as, as we are that's that i guess that's my only concern is is that those who don't know what has come before uh and the relationship with davros um are enjoying it as much as we are uh if not uh and you're listening to this go back and watch uh genesis of the daleks um at the very least, to, to to get some of that information and, and to see the interplay between Tom Baker and, 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 and Tom Baker's Doctor and, and Davros, um, then you will understand a little more about their relationship. There's, of course, other, you know, incarnations encountering Davros. Um, if you manage to watch those in between times, more power to you. Thank you very much for doing your homework. So, uh, yeah, Roll-On episode 2. Really looking forward to seeing where they're going with this. Because at the moment, it's a little confusing. We don't really know how, how all this is going to play out. Because the Doctor supposedly does not does no longer have a TARDIS. And can no longer time travel because it's just been destroyed by the Daleks. But we do see him trying to exterminate Davros. So, yeah, that happened. All right, yeah. (laughs) So, um, there's nothing really more for you to do than to join us next week and find out how this all plays out. So, until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Lee Shackleford. And goodbye from Dave Cooper.
2: And it's goodbye from Ian the Sixth Doctor.
0: Goodbye, everybody. (laughs)